Act One of The Winter's Tale by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act One. Scene One. Cecilia. An antechamber in Leontes Palace. Enter Camillo and Archidamus if you shall chance camillo to visit bohemia on the like occasion whereon my services are now on foot you shall see as i have said great difference betwixt our bohemia and your sicilia i think this coming summer the king of sicilia means to pay bohemia the visitation which he justly owes him wherein our entertainment shall shame us we will be justified in our loves for indeed beseech you verily i speak it in the freedom of my knowledge we cannot with such magnificence in so rare i know not what to say we will give you sleepy drinks that your senses unintelligent of our insufficience may though they cannot praise us as little accusers you pay a great deal too dear for what's given freely believe me i speak as my understanding instructs me and as mine honesty puts it to utterance cecilia cannot show himself over kind to bohemia they were trained together in their childhoods and there rooted betwixt them then such an affection which cannot choose but branch now since their more mature dignities and royal necessities made separation of their society, their encounters, though not personal, have been royally eternied with interchange of gifts, letters, loving embassies, that they have seemed to be together, though absent, shook hands as over a vast, and embraced as it were from the ends of opposed winds. The heavens continue their loves i think there is not in the world either malice or matter to alter it you have an unspeakable comfort of your young prince mamilius it is a gentleman of the greatest promise that ever came into my note i very well agree with you in the hopes of him it is the gallant child one that indeed physics the subject makes old hearts fresh they that went on crutches ere he was born desire yet their life to see him a man would they else be content to die yes if there were no other excuse why they should desire to live if the king had no son they would desire to live on crutches till he had one exeunt scene two the same a room of state in the palace enter leontes polixenes Hermione, Mamilius, Camillo, and attendants. Nine changes of the watery star hath been the shepherd's note since we have left our throne without a burden. Time as long again would be filled up, my brother, with our thanks, and yet we should, for perpetuity, go hence in debt, and therefore, like a cipher, yet standing in rich place, I multiply. With one we thank you, many thousands more that go before it stay your thanks a while 
and pay them when you part sir that's to-morrow i am questioned by my fears of what may chance or breed upon our absence that may blow no sneaping winds at home to make us say this is put forth too truly besides i have stayed to tire your royalty we are tougher brother than you can put us to it no longer stay one seven night longer very sooth to-morrow we'll part the time between us then and in that i'll no gainsaying press me not beseech you so there is no tongue that moves none none in the world so soon as yours could win me so it should now were there necessity in your request although twere needful i denied it my affairs do even drag me homeward which to hinder were in your love a whip to me my stay to you a charge and trouble to save both farewell our brother tongue-tied aquin speak you i had thought sir to have held my peace until you had drawn oath from him not to stay you sir charge him too coldly tell him you are sure all in bohemia as well this satisfaction the bygone day proclaimed say this to him he's beat from his best ward well said hermione to tell he longs to see his son were strong but let him say so then and let him go but let him swear so and he shall not stay we'll thwack him hence with distaffs to polixenes yet of your royal presence i'll adventure the borrow of a week when at bohemia you take my lord i'll give him my commission to let him there a month behind the jest prefixed for his parting yet good deed leontes i love thee not a jar of the clock behind what lady she her lord you'll stay no madam nay but you will i may not verily verily you put me off with limber vows but i though you would seek to unsphere the stars with oath should yet say sir no going verily you shall not go a lady's verily is as potent as a lord's will go yet force me to keep you as a prisoner not like a guest so you shall pay your fees when you depart and save your thanks how say you my prisoner or my guest by your dread verily one of them you shall be your guest then madam to be your prisoner should import offending which is for me less easy to commit than you to punish <laughs> not your jailer then but your kind hostess come i'll question you of my lord's tricks and yours when you were boys you were pretty lordings then we were fair queen two lads that thought there was no more behind but such a day to-morrow as to-day and to be boy eternal was not my lord the verier wag of the two we were as twinned lambs that did frisk i the sun and bleat the one at the other what we changed was innocence for innocence we knew not the doctrine of ill-doing nor dreamed that any did had we pursued that life and our weak spirits ne'er been higher reared with stronger blood we should have answered heaven boldly not guilty the imposition cleared hereditary ours 
by this we gather you have tripped since oh my most sacred lady temptations have since then been born to us for in those unfledged days was my wife a girl your precious self had then not crossed the eyes of my young playfellow grace to boot of this make no conclusion lest you say your queen and i are devils yet go on the offences we have made you do will answer if you first sinned with us and that with us you did continue fault and that you slipped not with any but with us is he one yet he'll stay my lord at my request he would not hermione my dearest thou never spokest to better purpose never never but once what have i twice said well when was it before i prithee tell me cram us with praise and make us as fat as tame things one good deed dying tongueless slaughters a thousand waiting upon that our praises are our wages you may ride us with one soft kiss a thousand furlongs ere with spur we heat an acre but to the goal my last good deed was to entreat his stay what was my first it has an elder sister or i mistake you oh would her name were grace but once before i spoke to the purpose when nay let me have it i long why that was when three crabbed months had soured themselves to death ere i could make thee open thy white hand and clap thyself my love then didst thou utter i am yours for ever it is grace indeed why lo you now i have spoke to the purpose twice the one for ever earned a royal husband the other for some while a friend giving her hand to polixenes leontes aside too hot too hot to mingle friendship far is mingling blood i have tremocodus on me my heart dances but not for joy not joy this entertainment may a free face put on derive a liberty from heartiness from bounty fertile bosom and well become the agent it may i grant but to be paddling palms and pinching fingers as thou they are and making practised smiles as in a looking-glass and then to sigh as for the mortar the dear all that is entertainment my bosom likes not nor my brow mamilius art thou my boy ay <laughs> my good lord effects why that's my boca what hast smutched thy nose they say it is a copy out of mine come captain we must be neat not neat but cleanly captain and yet the steer the heifer and the calf are all called neat observing polixenes and hermione still virginaling upon his palm how now you wanton calf art thou my calf <laughs> yes if you will my lord thou want a rough pash and the shoots that i have to be full like me yet they say we are almost as like as eggs 
women say so that will say anything but were they false as odd dyed blacks as wind as waters false as dice are to be wished by one that fixes no bond twixt his and mine yet were it true to say this boy were like me come sir page look on me with your welkin eye oh sweet villain most dearest my colour can thy damn may it be affection thy intention stabs the centre thou dost make possible things not so held communicates with dreams how can this be with what's unreal thou co-active art and followest nothing then tis very greeting thou mayst co-join with something and thou dost and that beyond commission and i find it and that to the infection of my brains and heartening of my brows what means cecilia he something seems unsettled how my lord what cheer how is't with you best brother you look as if you held a brow of much distraction are you moved my lord no in good earnest how sometimes nature will betray its folly its tenderness and make itself a pastime to harder bosoms looking on the lines of my boy's face my thoughts i did recoil twenty-three years and saw myself unbreached in my green velvet coat my dagger muzzled lest it should bite its master and so prove us ornaments of due too dangerous how like my thought i then was to this colonel this squash this gentleman mine honest friend will you take eggs for money no my lord i'll fight you will why happy man be his door my brother are you so fond of your young prince as we do seem to be of ours if at home sir he's all my exercise my mirth my matter now my sworn friend and then mine enemy my parasite my soldier statesman all he makes a july's day short as december and with his varying childness cures in me thoughts that would thick my blood so stands this squire opposed with me we two will walk my lord and leave you to your graver steps hermione how thou lovest us show in our brother's welcome let what is dear in sicily be cheap next to thyself and my young rover he's apparent to my heart if you would seek us we are yours in the garden shall us attend you there to your own bent dispose you you'll be found be you beneath the sky aside i am angling now though you perceive me not how i give line go to go to observing plixnes and hermione how she holds up the never bill to him and arms her with the boldness of a wife to her allowing husband exeunt plixnes hermione and attendants gone already inch thick knee deeper head and ears a forked one go play boy play thy mother played and i play too but so disgraced a part whose issue will hiss me to my grave contempt and clamour will be my knell go play boy play there have been or i am much deceived cuckolds ere now and many a man there is even at this present now while i speak this 
holds his wife by the arm that little thinks she has been sluiced in his absence and his pond fished by his next neighbour by sir smile his neighbour nay others comfort in it whilst other men have gates and those gates opened as mine against their will should all despair that hath revolted wives the tenth of mankind would hang themselves physic for it there is none it is a bawdy planet that will strike what is predominant and tis powerful think it from east west north and south be concluded no barricado for a belly know it it will let in and out the enemy with bag and baggage many thousand of us have the disease and feel it not oh no boy i am like you they say why that's some comfort what camillo there ay my good lord go play mamilius thou art an honest man exit mamilius camillo this great sir will yet stay longer you had much ado to make his anchor hold when you cast out it still came home that's not it he would not stay at your petitions made his business more material didst perceive it aside they're here with me already whispering rounding cecilia is a so forth or oh, tis far gone when i shall gust at last how came it camillo that he did stay at the good queen's entreaty at the queen's bid good should be pertinent but so it is it is not was this taken by any understanding paper thine for thy conceit is soaking will draw in more than the common blocks not noted is it but of the finer natures by some severals of headpiece extraordinary lower messes perchance are to this business per blind say business my lord i think most understand bohemia stays here longer stays here longer ay but why to satisfy your highness and the entreaties of our most gracious mistress satisfy oh, the entreaties of your mistress oh satisfy oh, that suffice i have trusted thee camillo with all the nearest things to my heart as well my chamber councils were in priest-like thou hast cleansed my bosom i from thee departed thy penitent reformed but we have been deceived in thy integrity deceived in that which seems so be it forbid my lord to bide upon it thou art not honest or if thou inclinest that way thou art a coward which hoxes honesty behind restraining from course required or else thou must be counted a servant grafted in my serious trust and therein negligent or else a fool that seest a game played home the rich stake drawn and takes it all for jest my gracious lord i may be negligent foolish and fearful in every one of these no man is free but that is negligence his folly fear among the infinite doings of the world sometime puts forth in your affairs my lord if ever i were wilful negligent it was my folly if industriously i played the fool it was my negligence not weighing well the end if ever fearful to do a thing where i the issue doubted whereof the execution did cry out against the non-performance 
"'Twas a fear which oft affects the wisest. "'These, my lord, are such allowed infirmities "'that honesty is never free of. "'But beseech your grace, be plainer with me. "'Let me know my trespass by its own visage. "'If I then deny it, tis none of mine.' "'Have not you seen Camillo? "'But that's past doubt you have, "'or your eyeglass is thicker than a cuckold's horn.' or heard for to a vision so apparent rumour cannot be mute or thought for cogitation resides not in that man that does not think it my wife is slippery if thou wilt confess or else be impudently negative to have no eyes no ears nor thought then say my wife's a hobby horse deserves a name as rank as any flax wench that puts two before her troth plight say it and justify it i would not be a stander-by to hear my sovereign mistress clouded so without my present vengeance taken shrew my heart you never spoke what did become you less than this wish to reiterate were sin as deep as that though true is whispering nothing is leaning cheek to cheek is meeting noses kissing with inside lip stopping the career of laughter with a sigh a note infallible of breaking honesty horsing foot on foot skulking in corners wishing clocks more swift hours minutes noon midnight and all eyes blind with the pin and web of theirs theirs only that would unseen be wicked is this nothing why then the world and all that's in it is nothing the covering sky is nothing, Bohemia nothing, my wife is nothing, no nothing at these nothings, if this be nothing. Good, my lord, be cured of this deceased opinion, and be times, for tis most dangerous. Say it be tis true. No, no, my lord. It is, you lie, you lie. I say thou liest, Camillo, and I hate thee pronounce thee a gross lout a mindless lame or else a hovering temporizer that canst with thine eyes at once see good and evil inclining to them both while my wife's liver infected as her life she would not lift the running of one glass who does infect her why he that wears her like a medal hanging about his neck bohemia who if i had servants true about me that their eyes to see are like mine honour as their prophets their own particular threats they would do that which should undo more doing i and thou his cupbearer whom i from meaner form have benched and reared to worship whom mayest see plainly as heaven sees earth and earth sees heaven how i am gold mightest bespite sir cup to give mine enemy a lasting wink which drop to me were cordial sir my lord i could do this and that with no rash potion but with a lingering dram that should not work maliciously like poison but i cannot believe this crack to be in my dread mistress so sovereignly being honourable i have loved thee make that thy question and go rock dost think i am so muddy so unsettled to appoint myself in this vexation sally the purity and whiteness of my sheets which to preserve is sleep which being spotted is gold thorns nettles tails of wasps 
give scandal to the blood of the prince my son who i do think is mine and love as mine without right moving to it would i do this good man so blanch i must believe you sir i do and would fetch off bohemia for it provided that when he's removed your highness will take again your queen as yours at first even for your son's sake and thereby for sealing the injury of tongues and courts and kingdoms known and allied to yours thou dost advise me even so as i mine own course have set down i'll give no blemish to her honour none my lord go then and with a countenance as clear as friendship wears at feasts keep with bohemia and with your queen i am his cup-bearer if from me he have wholesome beverage account me not your servant this is all do it and thou hast the one half of my heart do it not thus but thine own i'll do it my lord i will seem friendly as thou hast advised me exit o miserable lady but for me what caste and iron i must be the poisoner of good polixenes and my ground to do it is the obedience to a master one who in rebellion with himself will have all that are his so too to do this deed promotion follows if i could find example of thousands that had struck anointed kings and flourished after i'd not do it but since nor brass nor stone nor parchment bears not one let villainy itself forswear it i must forsake the court to do it or no is certain to me a breakneck happy star reign now here comes bohemia enter polixenes this is strange methinks my favour here begins to warp not speak good day camelio hail most royal sir what is the news of the court none rare my lord the king hath on him such a countenance as he had lost some province and a region loved as he loves himself even now i met him with customary compliment when he wafting his eyes to the contrary and falling a lip of much contempt speeds from me so leaves me to consider what is breeding that changes thus his manners i dare not know my lord how dare not do not do you know and dare not be intelligent to me tis thereabouts for to yourself what you do know you must and cannot say you dare not good camillo your changed complexions are to me a mirror which shows me mine changed too for i must be a party in this alteration finding myself thus altered with it there is a sickness which puts some of us in distemper but i cannot name the disease and it is caught of you that yet are well how caught of me make me not sighted like the basilisk i have looked on thousands who have sped the better by my regard but killed none so camillo as you are certainly a gentleman thereto clerk-like experienced 
which no less adorns our gentry than our parents noble names in whose success we are gentle i beseech you if you know aught which does behove my knowledge thereof to be informed imprisoned not in ignorant concealment i may not answer a sickness caught of me and yet i well i must be answered dost thou hear camillo i conjure thee by all the parts of man which honour does acknowledge whereof the least is not this suit of mine that thou declare what incidency thou dost guess of harm is creeping toward me how far off how near which way to be prevented if to be if not how best to bear it sir i will tell you since i am charged in honour and by him that i think honourable therefore mark my counsel which must be even as swiftly followed as i mean to utter it or both yourself and me cry lost and so good night on good camillo i am appointed him to murder you by whom camillo by the king for what he thinks nay with all confidence he swears as he had seen or been an instrument to vice you to it that you have touched his queen forbiddingly oh then my best blood turn to an infected jelly and my name be yoked with his that did betray the best turn then my freshest reputation to a savour that may strike the dullest nostril where i arrive and my approach be shunned nay hated too worse than the greatest infection that e'er was heard or read swear is thought over by each particular star in heaven and by all their influences you may as well forbid the sea for to obey the moon as or by oath remove or counsel shake the fabric of his folly whose foundation is piled upon his faith and will continue the standing of his body how should this grow i know not but i am sure it is safer to avoid what's grown than question how tis born if therefore you dare trust my honesty that lies enclosed in this trunk which you shall bear along in pond away to-night your followers i will whisper to the business and will by twos and threes at several posterns clear them of the city for myself i put my fortunes to your service which are hereby this discovery lost be not uncertain for by the honour of my parents i have uttered truth which if you seek to prove i dare not stand by nor shall you be safer than one condemned by the king's own mouth thereon his execution sworn i do believe thee i saw his heart in his face give me thy hand be pilot to me and thy places shall still neighbour mine my ships are ready and my people did expect my hence departure two days ago this jealousy is for a precious creature as she's rare must it be great and as his person's mighty must it be violent as he does conceive he is dishonoured by a man which ever professed to him why his revenges must in that be made more bitter fear o'ershades me good expedition be my friend and comfort the gracious queen part of this theme but nothing of his ill-taken suspicion come camillo 
i will respect thee as a father if thou bearest my life off hence let us avoid it is in mine authority to command the keys of all the pastimes please your highness to take the urgent hour come sir away Excellent. end of act one